Vicky Murray. We could be making a big money summer transfer into your bank account. £5,000 cash. The Clyde One Super Scoreboard 5 Grand Fan with Ladbrooks.com. Please gamble responsibly. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard's Five Grand Fan. It's Champions League night at Celtic Park as they take on Alishkert in the first round qualifier second leg. Steven Gerrard takes a pop at his Rangers strikers despite getting past Scoopy in the Europa League. And new Mullerwell captain Peter Hartley says he's ready for the challenge of being skipper at Fur Park. I'm Ronnie Charters and in a late change to proceedings... I'm now joined by Jim Duffy because Mark Guidi got injured playing five-a-sides this morning. Jim? Yeah, I was doing a bit of ground stretching as you called. <laughs> I was ready to come on and, and make an impact and that's what you always want to do, make an impact. Impact substitute. Mark Guidi, we wish you, we're mm-hmm. sending you our best wishes <laughs> sitting at home with the ice pack listening to the five grand fan. Well, as I say, busy show as always. We'll go live to Celtic Park very soon indeed. But as well as that, only three more shows to go, including this one, until finals week. So you do not have long to go to get in with a chance of winning £5,000. For the next three shows only, we will give you the chance to come on air and answer as many sporting questions as you can inside 30 seconds. The aim of the game, as always, is to get on our prestigious leaderboard. A score of six or above will get you on it at the moment and a chance to play in finals week. Only three contestants so far have managed a score of seven. David McGill, Stuart Buchanan and Terry McCutcheon. But if you think you can do better, head to Clyde1.com or our pin tweet at Clyde SSB and you'll find all the information you need to register. I'll say it again, if you're listening in your car at home, wherever you are, you have three more shows to go until we head into finals week. You can have £5,000 in your bank account ahead of the new season. Jim, the season's absolutely flew in. Three more shows to go. Finals week's fast upon us Yeah, you've got nothing to lose You know, give it a go You know, as you say There's only three nights Including tonight And, uh, you know You might you might just uh, be the one That just knocks it off And gets that £5,000 In your bank account So, you know What a chance uh, If you don't uh, give, them a, give us a call Or uh, get on one of the, the various uh, Ways of connecting Then you have no chance Alright, well we'll have three contestants lined up throughout the night as well as a busy show but there isn't only one place to start this evening Celtic Park, Champions League night, Celtic versus Alice Kett let's cross live to our sports reporter Andrew McLean yeah, Good evening guys, around an hour and 40 minutes until kick-off here at Celtic Park for their first competitive home game of the season they're up against an Alice Kett side of course they beat 3-0 in Armenia last week a scoreline you'd think would be enough to see them through but I'm sure Brendan Rodgers won't be treating this game any less seriously it possibly gives them a chance to try out some players that didn't start last week. The likes of Lewis Morgan, Ryan Christie, Scott Allen, Mikey Johnson. I'm sure they'll want to impress here early in the campaign. But you'd still expect a strong hoops lineup, And of course, Brendan Rodgers won't want to be picking up any unnecessary injuries like Mark Guidi did earlier on today. If they make it through, they'll also find out their second round opponents tonight as well. They'd be the, they'll play the winner of Valor Reykjavik and Rosenberg. The Icelandic side lead 1-0 from the first leg. So it'll be interesting to see who they could potentially be coming up against next week. Around 50 teams enter these qualifiers in the Champions League and only six make it to the group stage. Celtic really up against it with four qualifying rounds they need to negotiate through, but they'll want to be dining at Europe's top table once again for the third season running and I'm sure they'll be looking to put in another dominant display tonight. Team News will be with us in around 40 minutes' time. 
Thank you to Andrew McLean at Celtic Park. Well, let's hear from Brendan Rogers, shall we? He says his players mustn't take the foot off the gas against Alice Kurt this evening and says the Armenian champions will pose some dangers at Celtic Park. Rogers says the experience of being in the Champions League the past two seasons will help as they look to manoeuvre eight qualifying matches, but says it's becoming tougher and tougher to reach to reach the group stages. Well, yeah, it's only half time in the in the in the contest so um, that's it we've done a really solid professional performance away from home uh, this early in the season and uh, we aim to, to continue with our good momentum that we've built up over the course of this early part of pre-season played very well in our first home game uh, at the weekend against Standard Liège so we just want to keep more of that rhythm going um, the squad are looking very fit very strong there's still lots of work for us to do um, but we aim to uh, to complete the tie tomorrow. But uh, but we always have to respect them. They had a couple of opportunities against us out there, so they showed that uh, they do have quality, they do have speed, and we have to pay attention to that. But uh, but we love playing at home, and uh, and we look to complete the job to get into the next round. I just think the 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 squad's mentality has evolved. I think everything on the pitch is is much more stable. You know they're never easy, um, that's for sure. Uh, the tough games and obviously the extra game this year makes it even more difficult. But I think we're, as a squad, we're much more stable, much more set in terms of how we how we play. Uh, we've played in lots of big games and and dealt mentally well with those. So uh, so like I say, they're never going to be easy. But uh, but at this point of where we're at now, I'm, I'm really happy with where the squad is at in relation to how they cope with that and I think they showed that in the uh, in the leg away from home so uh, so like I say we um, we have to just continue to focus and uh, and look to complete the job yeah no absolutely it's a constant evolution of uh, of our, our work we'll always play in a certain style that's you know very you know straightforward I think when you see the team play they play very dynamic very fast very aggressive we want to score goals, but we want to also be very, very good defensively. So, um, so that doesn't change. But of course, the, the the profile of players allows you to be adapt. I like my teams to play at different systems, so that's always important tactically for the team. Um, but players, a lot of the players have been with us now for a couple of seasons, so they understand that and they can and they can adapt accordingly. Jim, do you see many problems for Celtic this evening in this qualifier? No, Celtic's only problem with themselves. You know, there's the, the mentality and, and, and as Brendan Rogers um, stated there, he doesn't you know anticipate in that he feels that the players have got um the right attitude to, and the right professional uh, mentality to go about their business uh, and you know win the game. Celtic can win the game as handsomely as they would like tonight. If they want to play at fifty percent, that's more than good enough um to win the game. If they want to be anywhere between there and, 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 and top level, then they'll they'll win it uh, really well. But you know, ultimately, I think they'll win it comfortably. But it's it's difficult to have full, uh, be up to full speed yet. He knows that. Um, he may well give some some boys um, some game time. Look at one or two two uh, players uh, in European competition. Just give him a little taste of it. But no matter who he plays, I'll be more than good enough to go and win the game. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five is the number you need to get in touch or on Twitter at Clyde SSB. That's exactly what Ian, a Celtic fan in Greenock, has done. Good evening, Ian. How are you? Uh, good evening. Is it is it Ronnie or is it Andrew? It's Ronnie tonight. 
Ronnie, how you doing, Ronnie? Uh, uh, good evening, and good, good evening, evening, Jim. Hi, how you doing? Uh, I want you back at Capelo again, Jim. <laughs> no started well. Get yeah. back down there, mate. Yeah, you don't right. have a grand job anyway. Right. Just talking mm-hmm. to Celtic. Sorry, guys, yeah. you know what I mean? Uh, this new part that they're playing on, uh, Jim, yeah. uh, Ronnie, yep. is like a bowling green. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jim, you've not seen I don't know if you've seen it, but I've not seen anything like this in my life. It's... It's just like a carpet, a bull's carpet. Um, the guys, the guys are so fit as well. I mean, obviously a lot of the guys have been training, but not a lot of time off. But I've never seen Scott Brown so fit in all my life. But what I look, I like a looker. This is Brendan Rodgers is going to three five two, the way Mark Manil done ten years, eleven years ago when he was in charge. Uh, would you think, Jim? Well, I mean, he just uh, if you just uh, I don't know if you heard his interview just there just now. He said he likes to change systems, so I think obviously in, I the, heard that. in the in the game uh, the weekend there uh, he, he goes and plays three five two. Um, we we had um, uh, the the groundsman Hazy on on the other week there yeah, talking about the, 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 the new the new pitch is a hybrid pitch, um, yeah. you know, and it's something that Brendan Rodgers was really keen to get because he felt that in a lot of the games last year when teams sat back against Celtic, which is going to happen, they're going to get men behind the ball. The pitch wasn't slick enough for the way they wanted, and I think it allowed teams sometimes to settle in and make the game difficult. So he wanted that, you know, to to, to suit Celtic, and it will. There's no doubt that that will uh, will help the way he wants to play. So, you know, the the, the pitch definitely uh, will make it more difficult for anybody that wants to go there and sit. A big factor, Jim. Yes, uh, of course, particularly domestically. If you play top teams in Europe, they, they'll enjoy playing there. Don't get me wrong, because a huge play. huge pitch and and the ball moves uh, quickly. But uh, in terms of the system, I, I don't think you'll play three five two all the time. He, he will vary it to. His, Preferred sometimes four two three one as he as he has, but he likes it. He's he's liking that partnership with Dembele and and Ed, uh, Edward up front. So to do that, he gets that extra man in midfield. So there'll be times where he'll play with one striker, times he'll play with the two. But what he has got is an embarrassment of riches, and any system he plays, and any you know any of the, the permutations he plays, you know he's got real top quality players to to go and adapt to that. Thanks to Ian in Greenock. If you want to get in touch, you know the number 01419511025. Celtic fans, if you're heading to the game, who do you want to see in that starting 11? Let's low for the first time this evening, Jim. Welcome on our contestant on the Five Grand Fan. The Clyde One Super Scoreboard Five Grand Fan with Ladbrooks.com. Please gamble responsibly. Register now at Clyde1.com. Michael Rocks is a Celtic fan in Kirk and Tillock. Good evening, Michael. How are you? Hi Ronnie, how you doing? I'm very well, thanks. Yourself? I'm not too bad, Jim. How are you? Doing? Uh, good, Michael. Good luck to you. How have you been getting on in the five grand fan, Michael? How's your sporting general knowledge? Ah, uh, fair enough. It's, the questions were a bit tricky last night, I'd say, though. Oh well, that's that. That's that. That's when Andrew's on. The questions are a lot nicer when I'm on. Let's see if we can get you a chance <laughs> yeah, well, good luck to, to get in. So it's thirty seconds on the clock, Michael, to answer as many questions as you can. If you don't know, pass. I'd have a guess, and we'll see if you can get on our leaderboard to get a score of six. Are you okay with that, Michael? That's no problem. Good man. Now let me just get ready and let's go. What's the aggregate score between Hibs and Rudovic in the Europa Six-one. League? Who's the Scotland rugby head coach? Pass. Which Rangers player had his contract terminated today? Forrester. Which Premier League derby was first played in 1881 between West Gorton and Newton Heath? Uh, Man- Man- Manchester. Which Scottish football team are nicknamed the Suns? Uh, Dumbarton. Who was Scotland manager for the 1990 World Cup? 
Craig Brown. What was the home of St Johnston before they moved to McDermott Park? Ah, uh, pass. Which Scottish golfers paired with Tiger Woods for the first two rounds of the Open? Pass. Okay. Jim, we get through a few questions yeah. there. Yeah, he was answering them quick. It was, it was good and rapid. Just the last couple of questions. That just uh... Michael, how do you think you did there? No, not. I don't think I've hit the leaderboard. Uh... No. Okay, let's go through them. Let's see how Jim Duffy would have done. What's the aggregate score between Hibs and Rudovic in the Europa League? Seven, isn't it? Six one. Aye, seven. Correct. Yep, six well Um Who is Scotland's rugby head coach? Passed on this one. Jim, how's your egg shaped ball I, football? I, well, I really should know it. And it's like um, oh. begins with a G. GTs oh, initials. Uh, uh, Gregor Townsend. Gregor Townsend. I should get really get slapped for no getting that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so he passed on that one. Got the next one correct though. Which Rangers player has his contract terminated at Ibrox today? Yeah. Harry Harry Forrester. It was indeed. Great shout with the next one. Did you know this one? In eighteen eighty one, the Premier League derby was first played between West Gordon and Newton Heath. No, I would never go. It was that. the well Manchester done. derby. Well done, Michael. Yeah, West Gordon became Man City, and Newton Heath became Manchester United. Mm. And actually, it was three 0 to Man U that day on eighteen eighty one. So well done, Michael. Good one there. Yeah. The Scottish football team, nicknamed the Suns, are indeed Dumbarton. Another correct answer. Who was the Scotland manager at the nineteen ninety World Cup? He said Craig Brown. Is he correct? I would have said Craig Brown. Andy Roxburgh Michael that was it Andy Roxburgh mate Mm -hmm. what is the home of St Johnston before they moved to McDermott Park Jim Duffy Um, (laughs) no I should should know Muirton Muirton Park Muirton Park it was unfortunately not correct and the final one we managed to sneak in but I think you passed on which Scottish golfers paired with Tiger Woods Russell Knox Russell Knox it was so let's go through them Michael it was a one two three it's only a four for you Michael So you're two away If you knew your golf Or you knew Andy Roxburgh Was in 1990 You may have got on that leaderboard But unfortunately Not enough this evening But thank you very much For playing Michael From Kirk and Tillich With a score of four If you think you can do better You know where to go Clyde1.com Three shows left To get involved What are you waiting for? £5,000 Is at stake But Jim let's look Again towards the European football tonight Celtic and Scott Brown The captain He has also been speaking In front of the media yesterday And says it became a lot tougher To get into the Champions League And hopes other Scottish clubs Will be, will be able to help Celtic out In the future He says He joined the hoops 11 years ago to play In those huge Champions League nights And loves it When they prove the doubters wrong By qualifying for the group stages Yeah it just gets harder and harder For us to get in But until we uh... Everyone else starts helping us out in Champions League, and uh, we could have done better with Scotland in the past few years as well. So that would have helped us out there too. But uh, we, we've got to do it. So we need to make sure we're fit, we're ready uh, as soon as it comes along. It was in the past the two teams were in the Champions League before, and uh, we've done that. So here's hoping we can hopefully one day maybe get back into us getting right back into the Champions League. But you never know. Just got to take every game as it comes, and there's some top quality teams in it so uh, whoever we play against we've got to be on a ready game make sure we're ready and make sure we're as fit as we possibly can be and uh, I know we've got a 3-0 lead but we want to create chances we want to score more goals we want to make the game as comfortable as we possibly can early doors and uh, they came for us early doors in the, the first game over there due to the heat so it's going to be a different game than coming here at Celtic Park and us controlling the game I think for us we, we want to get back into Champions League uh, we've done it the last two seasons and this season's going to be that bit harder with the fourth game as well but uh, that, that's what we want to do and we will take it one game at a time now but that is our main aim yeah it's getting more and more money into the game as well so it's getting harder people's budgets are a, a lot higher than whatever's is as well but 
we've got a great bunch of lads here. We've got good management staff as well, and uh, the club's going in the right direction. So for us, uh, we should be pushing that as far as we possibly can. Signed for Celtic 11 years ago now, and that's why I signed to play in the Champions League. Uh, you want to play against the best players in the world and square up to them and show them that you're just as good. And I know everyone <laughs> underestimates Scottish football a little bit, but once we get in Champions League, we've done ourselves proud in the previous years as well. It's such a huge draw for every player when they come to Celtic Gym and financially and just as a spectacle how how huge is these Champions League nights for Celtic? Yeah, I mean again it's an attraction for the players and uh, you know and also from Celtic's point of view invariably when players have moved on particularly down south it's because of the performances playing against the best teams in Europe not because they've played um, well domestically um, that that's, that attracts interest from, from down south and also that then helps Celtic because they, they get a higher uh, value for the player and um, you know and, and, and all of these things are important to clubs in Scotland I'm not always a great lover of saying that you know these other clubs have got bigger budgets and stuff like that because Celtic's budget in comparison to most of the clubs in Scotland is astronomical mm. you know and everyone else has got to compete every week you know so you know you've got to go there you've got to compete uh, at the best you can um, but Celtic have done it admirably to qualify for the Champions League the last couple of years um, there's been a couple of nail-biting games that have made it difficult for themselves at times but they've managed to get there and I think this year the, 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 the prize money the we'll has, has been yes. up as well um, but uh, if, if Scott's wanting the, the other clubs to go and help him I think he'll be the manager before that happens <laughs> uh, I don't see too many Scottish clubs progressing that far in Europe just now um, just because uh, the strength from the other European countries I think is going to be get increasingly difficult for Scottish clubs so I think Celtic will be on their own for the moment For Brendan Rodgers as well having a, a player like Scott Brown who's been in there 11 years knows mm. the experience mm. of the Champions League how great is that for Brendan Rodgers that mm. he can rely on a man like that on the park so when times get tough he's got the experience and the quality mm. To maybe guide and help his squad through it. Yeah, I mean he's he's got that he's got that inbuilt determination to succeed, and he loves a challenge. He wants to play against the best players. Um, as you say, he gets a, a pleasure out of maybe ramming criticism down people's throats. Maybe two or three, four years ago, people were saying, "Oh, he's done. He's you know he's not at the same level and all these kind of things." And, and he's risen to that challenge. Obviously, Brendan Rodgers coming in has helped enormously. Uh, his faith and trust in his captain. Uh, there's been a great relationship there. And Scott Brown's thriving on that. And and as I said, he you know, he's he's a fulcrum for Celtic. He makes every everybody else play to you know and, and pushes them and uh, dem- he puts demands on them and you know that's invaluable to have at a football club. Oh one four one nine five one one oh two five is the number or on Twitter at Clyde. SSB will be back after the break where Rangers they have qualified for the second round of the Europa League qualifiers after a 0-0 draw in Macedonia but was Steven Gerrard pleased with his performance you'll find out next after the travel with Amber The Clyde One Super Scoreboard 5 Grand Fan with Ladbrooks.com Download the app and have a bookie in your back pocket Please gamble responsibly Jim Duffy with me, Ronnie Charters, for the second part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboards 5 Grand Fan. We will be back at Celtic Park with Andrew McLean for Team News ahead of Celtic versus Alice Kurt in the Champions League. But there was one Scottish side in European action last night who managed to progress and that was Rangers. But manager Steven Gerrard admits he has concerns about the Rangers' lack of attacking quality after their 0-0 draw with Scoopy. The Gers eased into Europa League second round qualifying on 2-0 on aggregate following a goalless second leg in Macedonia. Despite joining plenty of the play in Scoopy, against Scoopy, sorry, Rangers failed to extend their advantage and Gerrard says afterwards... 
He was worried about the cutting edge in the squad. He says, I'm a bit mixed right now. We've played well on one side of the game, but they are set of a lot of work to do on the other side. I'm disappointed with us in possession for the first 30 minutes. I don't think we did enough with the ball. There are things I'm pleased with, but I am concerned about the lack of quality in the final third. Jim, you watched that game last night. Your thoughts? Do you agree with Gerard there about the the lack of spark as it well uh, as as it were up top? Sorry. Yeah, but uh, Steve Gerrard's got to take the responsibility for that because he's the guy that's one that's putting them on the pitch and two is you know his selection you know in terms of the the, the type of players he's bringing into the club. So I feel that you know there has to be a little bit more creativity in the middle third initially to set up chances. He played like Jack and McCrory as two holding midfield players. Now, I know they had to see the game out and they did do that and the most important thing was getting through. But neither of the guys are obviously creative players. You know, they're decent players who will keep the ball sensibly. But they're not going to, you know, cut open defences, tight defences. And so, for me, I think they need a little bit more creativity there. I think Morelos looks, his body language, his head's down a little bit. And I know it's early in the season, he just needs, you know, something to spark him into life. Um, so yeah I think it's an area There's no doubt But it's it's also an area It's the hardest uh, Void to fill Because you know There's not too many Top class strikers Or those type of players That can open up Tight defences You may have to wait Because the English um, uh, Premiership and Championship Their transfer window Is going to close On August the 9th yep. That actually means That maybe some players Who would like to go down there After that you know, don't have that opportunity, and that would leave the door open for someone like Steven Gerrard, that Rangers, to maybe get more of a marquee signing that might may, may, may well not have. But if the if the door gets closed and one of these players don't get that move or don't get the the opportunity to move down south, then Rangers would be a very very good option for them. So you may have to wait to get that type and that quality of player. And that's always difficult to wait because you know you, he wants to get his team kind of formulated uh, as soon as possible. Well, Rangers will meet either Petrocub of Moldova mm. or Croatian side Ozek in the next round. One all between the two sides in the first leg. The Croats are favourite to go through, though. And I suppose I know everyone mm. seems to make the, the the comparison, Jim. But when you do look at last year, mm. you know at these early stages, I'm sure many Rangers fans would, you know what, we're through, mm. move on. It's another game under our belt in pre-season as well. Yeah. Another game, 90 minutes under our legs. And we'll go on and we'll go in the next round and see what happens there. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's about building uh, building bricks. And, you know, you look defensively, they look a lot better. Winning the ball back, I think they look a lot better. You know, they close the spaces really well. Of course, there were a couple of moments uh, against Scobie that, 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 you know, Alan McGregor, a couple of decent saves, saves you would expect them to make. So there's still little little things to, um, to get better. But they look a little bit stronger, um, you know, in, in that situation. So that's the first part. Be difficult to beat. You know, get a couple of clean sheets. So these these are these are the positive sides. You know, I said the creative creative side and the the, the next level is always the, the the part that's a little bit more difficult. But you know, between the two teams, a Croatian side and a Moldovan side, obviously Croatia on a high after getting getting to the the World Cup final. So you know, maybe a little bit more buoyant in and around the country. So I suppose you would probably prefer a Moldovan side. Uh, you know, if you had the choice to to try to try and uh, get yourself into the next round, uh, next round. Scott on Twitter need another couple of strikers in. Morelos just not doing it for me. Mm. I mean, it, it's still very yeah. early in the season, but I mean, oh, he's, he's entitled to his opinion. Yeah, I mean, he's it's, not he's, he's not playing well at this moment. Times I say he, d- he does look at, you know a, a little bit disillusioned. But uh, as I said, I don't think he said. You know, too many opportunity to score goal. I think he's got to stay in between the sticks a little bit more. He keeps drifting out wide, and if they do, he does that. You then need other players to come in. Uh, Jamie Murphy had a couple of chances the other night there, but you know, obviously he scored one in 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 the first game. 
um, and then the penalty from 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 Tavin. You know, Rangers need a little bit more threat right throughout their team, not just Morelos. I think it's harsh just to blame Morelos at this moment in time. But, you know, I'm, I'm sure Stephen Gerrard is fully aware of that, as I said. And, and it takes a lot of money nowadays. Or, you know, as I said, sometimes you, you might find a young player that I know Siddiqui's there and they're looking, working on his fitness. And they might just need to try and take a punt at a young player with potential and hope that he, he hits the ground running. For a, for a manager for, or for a players, I suppose, when a manager comes out so early on and, you know, gives you that warning, mm-hmm. I suppose, for, for Rangers fans, it could seem as a good thing that, you know, Stephen Gerrard, we, he spoke of the high standards of whole of the pre-season yeah. and that expectancy now is beginning to, to take its shape and in, in the fact that he's not going to sit here and take it. Well, he's being honest with the players. He's saying, listen, you've got the chance, you've got the jersey. I'm looking for players. If you've got the jersey, you're going to make it difficult for whoever comes into this club to get a starting berth. But if you don't do it, then I'm telling you now that I'm not going to hang around. I'm not going to take me away. I'm going to bring in guys who I feel are capable of, uh, you know, doing the doing the job in a, in, a, in a weekly basis. So the players have got the first the first chance, but uh, you know they have to grab that uh, you know that that possibility. Team news is in from Celtic Park. Andrew McLean, give us the team news. Yes, well, Celtic make no changes from that 3-0 win against Alishkert last week. So they remain in that 3-5-2 formation that Brendan Rodgers has been looking to so far in pre-season. Craig Gordon in goal, a back three of Jack Hendry, Christopher Ayer and Jozo Simunovic. The five across the midfield, James Forrest, Callum McGregor, Scott Brown, Olivier Cham and Kieran Tierney. And the French strike force of Moussa Dembele and Odson Edouard. On the bench, Bain, Sinclair, Christie, Allen, Ralston, Johnston and Kouassi. Thank you to Andrew McLean. There's your Celtic team, Jim. Your thoughts on it? Surprise? Not really surprised. Maybe he's been unchanged. No, I thought maybe Scott Sinclair would get a, a run out. You know, I think it was an opportunity for him to get some game time. Um, you know, but he's on the bench. Um, but that was really the only kind of one I thought he might have he might have thrown in. Um, but uh, you know, I think they'd only named five on the bench here. I think um, so. On the bench: Bain, Sinclair, Christie, Allen, Ralston, Mikey Johnson, oh, and Ibu Kwasi. Right, no, there's more there, but uh, you know he's young young players on the bench. As I said, he, he can bring on. I think we heard Scott Brown saying his interview, try and get a couple of goals up early on, and then it allows um, Brendan Rodgers really um, to give these other guys uh, an opportunity. But listen, the tie is definitely won. It's just about the mentality of Celtic and really how much they want to put the the opposition to the sword. Mark, as a Rangers fan in Partick, good evening, Mark. How are you? I'm well, a wee bit disappointed actually the way Rangers are going about their business. I mean, we've got guys in uh, that's not even experienced. There's no experience in that team. Mm-hmm. I'm not criticising the, the centre-backs, but you need a bit of experience here when you come out against the good teams. Mm-hmm. And Murphy, I mean, Murphy's a waste of space. Wintas and Traffinier. I mean, I don't know what happened with Declan John. And I would like to ask Jim, would you, mm-hmm. would you spend £3.6 million in Steve Davis with injuries he's had? I mean, there's, there's strong mm-hmm. links that he's meant to be coming back. Just to get your thoughts about that. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I'd, I'd be surprised if Steve Davis comes back, but uh, no, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be spending that type of money. I think, as I said to you, you know, Rangers really need uh, more firepower right through their team. As I said, everyone's kind of blaming Morelos just now, but th- th- that shows you, you know, the lack of strength they have in that department when all the blame is going to one guy. So I think that the you know, m- you know, there's, they don't seem. Windass scored a, a good number of goals last year, but I think Jamie Murphy only scored five. You know, obviously Jack's not a natural goal scorer and there's McCrory. Um, you know, so I, I think that Rangers need to look at that area of the pitch. Yeah, defensively, they obviously tried to get Cooper from Millwall. They bid £3 million. Pounds. We was talking about um, the boy from Blackpool was a possibility for a £1 million. Pounds. So he's looking to make 
Rangers difficult to beat Which I think is important Because if you're not going to score a load of goals Then you have to be difficult to, to beat first and foremost But as I, as I said earlier on I think they might have to wait a little bit Because I don't think there'll be too many top players At this moment in time Going to rush to go and join Rangers just now In Scotland But when the English transfer window closes Then I think that you know that their agents and things like that Might be thinking Listen this is a good option for you Go and play for Rangers Play in Scotland, play in Europe hopefully, uh, score some goals and then the big clubs down south might come and be attracted. And, and that can work for everyone. Can, can work for everyone. And you go, Mark. And it's used to see I quite agree with Morelis. See Morelis just work off the ball. Mm-hmm. It's phenomenal. But there's nobody coming up to help him and he's getting frustrated about it. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's trying his best. I mean, he's hotting the I know his I know his uh, goal scoring isn't good, but he holds the ball up and he's physical and he's strong. Yeah. I mean, he needs somebody beside him. Yeah. There's no point playing one up front if your midfielders are not pushing up. Yeah. No, I agree with you, Mark, to a certain extent. I think they need more support round about him, more bodies in the box and, you know, more opportunities. You need to, if a striker keeps missing, if he's missing chance after chance, you think, oh, wait a minute, his, his form's away. But uh, he's not even getting that many chances to score. There's one chance here, one chance there. So they have to be more creative in the final third. Uh, and, and and again, Stephen Gerrard said that. I mean, he, he said quite clearly today. He's been honest that he was disappointed with the, you know keeping the ball, retention of the ball, and he was disappointed in the final third. So listen, he's not naive to that, Stephen Gerrard. He's not shying away from it. But actually, fixing that problem isn't quite as easy as as, as just kind of get, grabbing a couple of players from anywhere. You've got to get the right guys in, get the right balance. They look a little bit lopsided for me, Rangers. Everything's down the right-hand side just now with Tavernier or Candias. Yeah. And the left-hand side with Flanagan being naturally right-footed, Murphy being naturally right-footed, Windass played there last night, naturally right-footed. They're all coming in the pitch very narrow. So I think Rangers need to get if a little bit more width, a little bit more creativity. All right, for the second time this evening, then let's welcome our contestant on the Five Grand Fan. The Clyde One Super Scoreboard Five Grand Fan with Ladbrooks.com. Please gamble responsibly. Register now at ClydeOne.com. And that man is Dan McLaughlin, a Celtic fan from Clyde Bank. Good evening, Dan. How are you? Yeah, I'm okay, a bit nervous. No, don't be daft. It's only me, you, and Jim here, and you'll probably you'll be fine, Dan. You'll probably you're probably better than me, Jim Worth and Duffy anyway. <laughs> ah, exactly. You've just seen your. I've just I don't know if you've heard the, the thoughts on the Celtic team, uh, Dan. It's the same team that lined up over in Armenia. Your thoughts on that, Dan? Yeah, a bit surprised. I thought there might have been a few changes to save any injuries or suspensions, but obviously going for it tonight. Yes, indeed. Mm. Okay, well. How have you been getting on? Have you got many sixes? We need a six to get us on the leaderboard, Dan. Yeah, I'd say about a four or a five, but I've got a few ones and twos as well. So oh, no, no, but don't, worry. Don't, don't mention that. Don't, Dan, just that that'll it. get in your head. Dan, just go through it quickly. If you're not sure, just pass quickly. That's the key. Just move it quickly. Words of wisdom don't from Don't hesitate Duffy. too much. 30 seconds on the clock, Dan, to answer as many questions as you can. If you don't know, pass or have a guess, and we'll see if you can get a six to get you on that leaderboard. Are you okay with that, Dan? You ready to go? Uh, go for it. Good, Good man, then let's go. Which English team did ex-Celtic player Tom Boyd play with between 91 and 92? Pass. Which Hamilton player failed a Panenka in last night's League Cup penalty shootout? Uh, McKenna. Which Welsh rugby league player retired from playing today? Uh, Pass. Which English Premier League club are owned by Vincent Tan? Uh, Manchester. Pirates, Penguins and Steelers are sports teams from which American city? Orlando. Which city did Rangers face Scoopy last night? Macedonia Okay Jim How do you think you did? I think you struggled a wee bit there Dan I think, I think the nerves got the better of you mate I think you did as well mm-hmm.
They were tough questions, Dan. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go through them. Let's see how Jim Duffy did. Which this one caused a bit of stir in the office as well, if you remember earlier yeah. on, Jim. Which English team did ex-Celtic player Tom Boyd play with between ninety-one and ninety-two? He was down at Chelsea at that he time. He was down at Chelsea, indeed. One of the girls in the office said Partick Thistle. <laughs> let's move on. Anyway, <laughs> which Hamilton player failed a Penenka in last night's League Cup penalty shootout? I think, it was, I think it was Dan McKinnon, wasn't it? Darian McKinnon, Aye. it was. Unfortunately, Dan, you said McKenna, not the correct answer. And what would you have done, Jim, to one of your players if they failed yeah, a Penenka? The, anybody that's played with me knows uh, your, my thoughts on these things. If you're going to hit a penalty, even if you miss it, just miss it with conviction. Don't try and be clever. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, the next one. Which Re- Welsh rugby union player uh, retired from playing today? Go on, Jim. No, Give us it. I can't remember. I did see Sam Warburton, former Lions captain, as well. Which English league? Uh, which English Premier League club is owned by Vincent Tan? You said it's Man a, City. It's, it's not Cardiff City. Cardiff City. Unfortunately, Dan. So not the correct again. Right, Jim. How's your American sports? Pirates, Penguins and Steelers are sports teams from which American city? The only Steelers I know are Pittsburgh Steelers. It's the Pittsburgh, unfortunately, Dan, Pittsburgh. not correct. And the final question, which city did Rangers face Scoopy in last oh, night? Hey. You said Macedonia. Unfortunately, we were looking for the city in Macedonia, which is, Jim? I've got a clue. Skopje. Oh, in Macedonia, oh, Skopje, like it, unfortunately. It? So, Dan, how do you break it? You got a duck. Yeah. None, unfortunately. But listen, you gave it a go. In, so, in, in my day, that would be called a granny, Dan, unfortunately. Thank you very much for playing, Dan, from Clyde Bank. If you think you can get a score of six, what are you waiting for? Clyde1.com is where you need to go to get on the show. And £5,000 could be in your bank account ahead of the new season. Don't go anywhere. We'll be discussing that Celtic team again as they take on Alash Kert tonight. And we will be hearing from their new Murrowell captain, Peter Hartley. How do you think he's going to get on next season? We'll hear from him after the travel with Amber. The Clyde One Super Scoreboard 5 Grand Fan with Ladbrooks.com. Bet and play and pull a result out of the bag. Please gamble responsibly. Calm. Jim Duffy with me, Ronnie Charters, for the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard's 5 Grand Fan. Jim, just want to pick up on one other line coming at Rangers that we, we just ran out of time for in that break there and that is that they have announced Harry Forrester has left the club after a mutual termination um, of the of his contract due to run out next summer he just a player that just you didn't see featuring in, in, in Steven Gerrard and this is a parting of the ways is it probably best for both parties really yeah it's not going to work when you know a manager comes in you know obviously he's got his own ideas you know he explains it to you a lot of players aren't, aren't happy but there's nothing you can do about it and you've got a choice you can sit there and pick up the money play with the reserves or you know just get uh, you know put over on the, the, the other pitch if you want to call it that um, or you can say listen let's come to a compromise deal and his agents when have negotiated some sort of settlement um, you take it and you move on with your career and I think that's the best thing any player can do really um, and I, I don't think it would have last Ronnie you know, over, the, over the next couple of weeks I think there'll be another three or four players that will probably uh, move, move on uh, and that, again it clears the decks a little bit and I think it's I guess in the, in the best interest of everyone but particularly the players because they, they can continue their career and get going and playing somewhere where they're wanted OK Robert's a Rangers fan in Erskine good evening Robert how are you? Hi good evening guys guys um, your point tonight don't you go? Uh, I was listening to a caller a few callers ago going on about Rangers uh, his concerns over Rangers performance um, I think he needs to get a sense of reality in that we've played now two competitive games with a new team 
that Stephen Gerrard has brought and a new manager and a new backroom team that Stephen Gerrard has brought to the club. And I think to get concerned in the way that he was sounding now is, is a bit extreme. What do you think? Well, I think that's just the way we are nowadays. I think that uh, when someone has a really good performance, we get a bit overexcited and everything's wonderful and he's a phenomenal player. And if someone comes in and doesn't do so well early on, we're thinking, oh, he can't cut it. You know, it's, you know, we have to change it. And and that's just the way we are. We're, we're an impatient race, I'm afraid. But, uh, it's, a and like, it's a bit like the England game yeah. against Colombia, Panama. Uh, yeah. It's a tough team. They beat 6-1. Yeah. And everybody was going on as if them, that was them now going to win the World, win the world mm. Cup. We're getting a bit over the top here. Also, Mr. Duffy, I, 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 I mean, this is something you said yeah, after that caller, yeah. um, that players will not be rushing, exactly rushing the Ibrox to play at Rangers. I think, mm. I, I have an issue with that comment because yeah. I think that Rangers are actually paying decent money now. Mm-hmm. Maybe not quite the money Celtic are paying. Mm-hmm. They're paying decent money yeah. for players that of a better quality than they've had in recent years. And I think Stephen Gerrard is an attraction mm-hmm. for some of the, for players to come to the club as well. Yeah. So I, I think to say that players are not exactly going to be rushing to play for Rangers is a bit over the top. Well, actually, that, that's not quite what I said. What I was saying was that in terms of going to the Premiership, I was comparing it with players who would normally go to the Premiership, but they have changed their transfer deadline to August the 9th. It used to be August, August the 31st, same as Scotland. So what I was basically saying was that if those players who wouldn't normally be rushing to Rangers or any Scottish club for that matter, then, you know, those options won't be available to them after August the 9th because the English transfer window will close. So then they might actually pick up a, a better quality player who would normally have went to England. And, and no matter how much Rangers are paying, they're not paying the same as English Premiership clubs. So that was the point I was trying to make. They might actually work in their favour that, that, that they would look at Rangers then as a very viable option. Thank you to Robert and Erskine, the Rangers fan. Let's look towards Motherwell, Jim, before we get our final contestant on the five grand fan. Their new uh, captain, Peter Hartley, believes he's got all the attributes to be a successful skipper after being handed the armband with Carl McHugh stepping down from the role at the start of the season. The 30-year-old says he understands why McHugh has decided to leave the responsibility but believes the Firth Park side should benefit from the leadership group Stephen Robinson has put in place. It comes quite natural to me anyway as a person, the type of, type of guy I am. It means a lot to me. Gaff has selected a leadership group within the dressing room which Carl's involved in, obviously, because he is he is a good leader and he's chosen me to wear the armband so you know I'll take it into my stride and, and do the best I can for the football club Carlo would say it was something that it maybe sort of affected his performances last season is that something that you'd be wary of at all? No, listen, for Carl, he's the type of person where he wants the maximum performance out of himself and he's, he doesn't care what he needs to do in order for that to happen, which is credit with his character and credit with him as a footballer. So he's been a great leader last season. Like I said, he took us to two cup finals and I've got big boots to fill, haven't I? Because how often does that happen for, for a club like Motherwell? What kind of conversation did you have with him? Carl's probably my best friend in football, so if, if you've ever seen an easy transition, this is it. I spoke to him four or five times over the summer. He just told me what he was feeling and how he, how he feels he can get the best out of himself. And, you know, as a friend, I was honest with him and... It wasn't his decision for me to be captain. Ultimately, the gaffer made that decision, but I was there for him as a friend in the summer before I knew this was going to happen. So, uh, you know, he, he was honest and he's done what he thinks best for his career. And obviously, you know, he's still going to be by my side uh, during the game. So he's going to help me like I helped him last season. How much of the expectations been raised, do you think, this season because of last year? A lot, you know, and, and from the inside as well, a lot. We want to keep moving forward. We don't want to take any steps back. You know, we've 
we've set, st- stood ourselves in good stead with what we achieved last year. And if we want to win something, or we want to, we want to get into Europe, up here, get in the top six. You know, we've we've got goals and targets for for this year. Hopefully, we'll achieve more than what we did last year. A leadership group, Jim. Is that something that you've you've seen in your managerial time? No, I know. I'm, I've been aware of it at certain clubs. Um, you know, particularly down south. Um, you know, they maybe have you, you 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 have it not not identified as a leadership group. But you do have experienced players sometimes guys who have that kind of leadership quality uh, and and you trust those players I mean many many years ago um, the late John Lambie was a party Thistle had a very similar situation but didn't identify it as a leadership group so he would get experienced players with myself Big Gordon Ray guys like that and he would say listen you, you sort that out if it's an issue in the dressing room you sort it out and then come to me rather than him deal with all um, so yeah it's not it's not uncommon um, I think uh, Carol McCune you know, deserves a lot of praise I think when you're a player And you say listen I think this is affecting my game here I'm not giving my best I don't think I'm a, I'm, I'm trying But I'm not quite getting out You know what I, what I think I'm capable of playing So I step away from the responsibility Captain I don't think that's a weakness I think that's a strength And, and fair play to him Alright for the final time Let's welcome the 5 Grand Fan contestant The Clyde One Super Scoreboard 5 Grand Fan with Ladbrooks.com. Please gamble responsibly. Register now at Clyde1.com. Adam from Alexandra, how are you feeling, Adam? I'm alright, how are you? Very well, thank you. You know the rules, 30 seconds on the clock to answer as many questions as you can. If you don't know, pass or have a guess, and it's a score of six that's required. Are you okay with that, Adam? Yeah, that's fine. Good Good man, then if you're ready, then let's go. Which dock managed Man U, Scotland, and Derby County? Hi. Where were MK Dont originally from before they moved to Milton Keynes? Wimbledon. Who scored Croatia's winning goal against England in the semi finals? Uh, Quickly. Pass. Who's, whose ear did Mike Tyson bite off in 1996? Pass. Which English Premier League manager did Spain reportedly approach to become manager before the World Cup? Oh. Pass and God. Awful. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. You're not, that's not. not Jim, yeah. said awful. Would you agree? Well, it, ah. it was better better than Dan. I think that was. A... <laughs> yes, <laughs> poor Dan sitting in the house. Okay, uh, let's go through them. Which dock managed Manu, Scotland, and Derby County? Yeah, Tommy Dockery. Tommy Dockery. It was Adam who managed those three teams. Where were MK Dons originally from before moving to Milton Keynes? Yeah, Wimbledon. It was indeed yeah. Wimbledon. Um, who scored Croatia's winning goal against England in the semi-finals? I got a bit stuck on this one. Man- Mandzukic. Mario Mandzukic. Well done, mm-hmm. Jeff. Uh, Jeff. Well done, Jeff. Yeah, Unbelievable, Jeff. Jeff. Well done, Jeff. Jeff. Yeah. Whose ear did Mick Tyson bite in 1996? It Jim. was Van der Holyfield, was it? Van der Holyfield. Mm-hmm. It was indeed in a, a moment of madness. Mm-hmm. And then this one was news today. Which English Premier League manager did Spain reportedly approach to become their manager before the World Cup? Jim. I didn't know, but I've guessed Guardiola. Rafa Benitez well, of it? Newcastle was the man yeah. who was approached. So Adam, it wasn't the best, but let's go through them. It was a one. A one it was, Adam. Not enough to get you on the leaderboard, unfortunately. But thank you very much for playing. That was Adam and Alexandra who managed a score of one. If you think you can do better, then head to Clyde1.com. Jim, coming towards the end of the show, just a, a, pre, a pre-match prediction as you were for the Celtic game. You've seen the, the side that went full strength. Even a, a score prediction as well, if you wouldn't. I, I think they'll go one more than their way leg. I think it'll be 4 0 for Celtic. I don't see Alistair giving Celtic any problems whatsoever. 
Alright, well, thank you very much to Jim Duffy for joining me, Ronnie Charters, on the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboards 5 Grand Fan. I'll be back tomorrow night. I'll be joined by Gordon DL and we'll have all the reaction to Celtic's Champions League qualifier against Alaskert 3-0 up. You can look at, at Clyde SSB on Twitter for updates throughout the night. You have just two more shows to go, folks, before finals week. Clyde1.com or at Clyde SSB on Twitter is where you need to go. You could have £5,000 in your bank account ahead of the new season two more shows Thursday night Friday night and then we're into finals week if you think you can do it and get a six Clyde1.com is where you need to be don't go anywhere though Callum Gallagher is up next with the five biggest hits of the day that's after the latest news headlines with Vicky The Clyde One Super Scoreboard Five Grand Fan with Ladbrooks.com It's not over till it's over so bet and play now Please gamble responsibly